This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. On the line, Alma Pollard, the executive director of the Green Times, is eco consultant and coach. Morning, Alma Pollard. Do you get grumpy when you're hungry? You know what? I get dizzy. I can't oh. think straight. My brain is affected. The... I often eat to to be able to focus properly. Interesting. That helps me. Yeah, yeah. I don't get hungry very easily at all. But if I start getting dizzy because I have very low blood pressure, I see. So I eat to get my blood pressure up. So rather <laughs> than protein. Preferably protein, by the way, because that does the trick better than anything else. And I just want to say to that lady in that discussion, I don't think we can call ourselves bad mm-hmm. when we get grumpy because we're hungry. It's your body's adaptation to make sure you feed yourself. Otherwise, you can, you can collapse. It's very bad. If it's, if it's starving for nutrients, it's going to give you the message in some other way so that you can get into action. I like that. And that's, not, that's not bad whatsoever. That's good. The problem is we don't always often listen to our bodies. Um, and we need to become get into that space of listening and understanding our bodies. Absolutely. Hence, it gives you certain emotions or, or pains or whatever. There's a way of a body trying to talk to you. And mm. that's a fantastic system. Well, our bodies are telling us that when we read a story about food, something weird happens here around about the, the tongue-jaw area. There's this mm. ex- <laughs> excessive creation of saliva. Uh, and this story is it's not... It's a wonderful o- imagination that we have because you imagine the taste. Yes. And that starts releasing all the lovely enzymes that you need to digest Ooh. that taste. And there we go. Your body's really like, where's the venison pie? <laughs> That's what I was saying earlier, <laughs> venison pie. I wonder if somebody's driving past with one in their lunchbox. They're welcome to pop by here. And, and this is a good story because... This is about food that's sustainable, that's grown in the best way possible, and as natural as you like. Because a lot of what we got on our supermarket shelves, somebody even said, um, I was seeing something on social media, Alma, holding up, a, uh, this was um, out of America, holding up a chicken breast and saying, can you please tell me how big this chicken needs to be to give me a chicken breast this size is bigger than both of my hands put together? That's because there's a lot of stuff pumped into the meat. And all the growth hormones that's mm. been pumped into that, that actually gets things growing in your body too, as in other cancer and all sorts of things. So yes. no, not a good idea. No, absolutely. They've grown naturally a la Mother Nature mm. because these bookies jump around and they only eat natural bush- bushes and things. They don't get um, all sorts of artificial licks with GMO stuff in and so on. And then they deliver you healthier meat and, and low-fat also, by the way. Yes. So, yeah, that's why these people, and this is the United Nations Food and Agricultural Organization, together with Taste of Game and the Oppenheimer Generations Research and Conservation and Stellenbosch University's um, African Wildlife Economy, mm. have done this project, and, and it's, uh, Taste of Game is ongoing where they promote game, meat, you know, a venison yes. for people to, to consume and to build um, the venison business in Africa. It is, after all, also our indigenous food, and indigenous is inevitably what we need. And in a sense, it's quite interesting for me because they're saying, you know, we were hunter-gatherers in the past, and it brings us back to, it's like a full cycle to what we were used to and, and, and of course, developed for physiologically to, to digest and, and do well on. 
Um, I can see there's uh, certainly some famous names here in the story who driving this locally with uh, Jan Hendrik van der Vestes, and you see his face quite often. He endorses a lot of products as a Michelin star chef. You see him in supermarkets so and on TV, so he's a well-known name getting behind this. Yes, so I love it when, when big names jump onto sustainability, which is, of course, super important. And he says mm. a lot of chefs talk about sustainability, but they don't apply it. Of course, you know, it doesn't help to, to speak about things you know, you aren't in action. So he, he quotes hypocrisy, hypocrisy is a very famous saying that we use a lot in the health industry, that food be your, your um, medicine and medicine your food. Yes. Because ultimately, um, food is the nutrients that your body runs on. So it, it, you can't get nutrients from anywhere else. So it all depends on how well you eat, how well your body can operate. Mm. Um, interesting here that uh, in the story, working together with Jan Hendrik is the, the Shangani holistic aim. Uh, and uh, the, the Shanghai Holistic, they, they want to support development of an inclusive and sustainable venison sector, but also talking about um, eating food that's in harmony with nature. And although that might sound a little bit out there, it's simply um, not l- letting them just wander around and be free range and do what they want to do and mixing with other animals and, and for it to be a far more natural approach to eating as opposed to uh, a very controlled environment. Yeah, no, that's what they say on this holistic ranch in, in gym, that, that all the cattle roam freely together with elephant, giraffe, leopard, zebra, and uh, all sorts of uh, other buck and so on. So, you know, they, they're mixing basically domestic and, and wild animals together, and then they observe them to see how they operate. And, you know, there's also uh, this big movement of, of removing, removing fences between wildlife farms as well, because these animals need to migrate as well. Even in our country, more and more um, um, sheep and uh, and and uh, cattle farmers are also adding um, springbokies. Yes, and I think it is definitely it says here also it's a growing field, um, but it's not mainstream yet in Africa. So in a sense, this this campaign is to make it more mainstream to educate people about it. It can lead to rural. The development of rural economies to job creation to food security and we know it's a massive issue the whole thing of food security particularly um, for meat protein as, mm. as most most people rely on you know our cheapest um, protein at the moment is from the ocean and the ocean is in a state and we need yes. to rely I think a little bit less on that that so our indigenous um, Animals that are healthy and, and good to eat is, I think, definitely very much part of our future. Yeah. Um, Alma, thank you for sharing these stories with us. Uh, in a way, we feel, aren't we already here in South Africa have got this feel of, of this is what we do anyway? But uh, I think eating, you know, wildflesse or venison is something we already do in the South African context. But this is saying it needs to be something that becomes more mainstream than it is. Because if you go to a local supermarket, you can buy it, but it's sitting there in a hooky somewhere. And incidentally, it's actually more cost-effective than some of the other meat that you buy. But then again, for some people, it's a flavor issue. Well, I can't find venison just willy-nilly in a supermarket here where I am. Oh, really? You have to know somebody and ask a butcher and organize with somebody who goes hunting or whatever or call a cousin in Namibia or something. <laughs> you have to wow. you have to arrange your, your venison if you want venison. It's not freely available where we are. That's interesting because here we have a section in our local well-known supermarket where you'll always find it. You'll find your sausage and you'll find some... Um, uh, 
some steaks and some fillets and some uh, whatever mm. you're looking for. So maybe we're spoiled for choice here in the north. But we then again are on this side of the Burevors curtain, let it be told. You are in the Burevors <laughs> curtain. I am not. <laughs> so I must. I, I think I must start asking for that. You know, I've changed many things in shops by asking, yeah. persistently asking. Then they start saying, "Oh, the the clients are asking." In the meantime, it's the same client over and over. But I do that. Somebody's <laughs> got to. Gorilla activism. Uh, we like it. It's worked well, and uh, we're following suit. Developing a sustainable venison sector in Africa, one of the uh, headline stories on thegreentimes.co.za. I'm Apollo. Always a pleasure. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Here's to a, a really great Wednesday and a great what's left of the week. Super. Have a great green day. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.